very special day because 60 years ago today, one of the finest pieces of femininity to ever walk the planet was born. Allegedly, she's so sexy she may have been created in a test tube somewhere, imported from this planet, from Venus, the planet of beauty. Ladies and gentlemen, a very happy and healthy 60th birthday to one of my favorite women on the planet, Seth's mom, Mama Kush. Hi, guys. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, beautiful. Thank you. Very welcome. so kind of you. Happy birthday, mom. Thank you, honey. You're welcome, sweetie. She was much more excited that you guys said happy birthday than when I did. Sure was. Uh, How have you spent your birthday so far? You didn't have to work today, did you? I did. I Ugh. did. My, you know, my husband puts me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Turns you out and makes you work them streets. That's right. Makes me bring in that money. Uh, Mr. Kush keeps his pimp hands strong. That's for sure. Uh, I did not know that you and Mr. Kush had birthdays so close to each other. We do. It's hmm. sometimes, you know, a little unfair just because I don't want to celebrate my birthday with his birthday. Yeah. In fact. It was my dad's birthday. We went out for dinner Sunday night to this place called Eulalie. Oh, yeah. It was my dad's birthday on that day, but we were celebrating my mom's birthday, which was three days later. That makes sense to me. Hey, your mom's birthday is a bigger deal. Didn't you see some celebrities there at Eulalie? I did. I saw uh, Melky Cabrera, who plays for the White Sox. He used sure. to play for the Yankees, and I saw former mayor of Tampa, Pam Iorio. Whoa, the how- and Whoa. you all in one room? Well, not, not me, but them. Oh, no, that's three power players in one room. And then, then my mom was telling me to go up and talk to Melky Cabrera, and I said, I, I can live a long life being okay with not going up and bothering this guy when he's with his family. <laughs> uh, I think you made the right decision. Yeah, well, then my dad went up to him, and he doesn't speak any English. <laughs> <laughs> What did he say to him? Like, my, dad, my dad just stuck out his hand and he just kind of smiled. Oh, hola, señor Kushner. Uh, es bueno to meet you. Uh, so then that was a celebration for your birthday. What are you going to be doing tonight then? Uh, we're we're going out to dinner tonight. Where are we going? Uh, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, Ooh, that's good Yeah, many many choices. Too many choices for me. My oh, mom yeah. didn't even eat the other night. She got, she got fish and didn't even eat it. Why didn't you eat the fish? Um, I just, I had this, um, champagne wine kind of mixture. We ordered a bottle of it and it, it, you know, it kind of had this effect on me and I just, I couldn't really eat after I started drinking that. Oh, goodness gracious. What what kind of effect did it have on you? I was just kind of, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Bubbly? Loose. 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 Bubbly. Uh, what was it, Mom, was it because of the, the the surgery that you had? Yeah, I can't eat. I can't eat. I can't consume. You know, uh, bubbles. Any? Yeah, I can't. Ex- right, okay. bubbles or a, a lot. Uh, you know, oh, okay. a, a small amount of food. Yeah, yeah. The effervescence is what gets you. Right, right. And you weren't there, Drew, and so uh, it wasn't sure. the same. I understand that. I, Still a four-hour meal. Um, I'd love to do an audio stripogram for your birthday. Can I leave? This is this is disgusting, man. Mama Kush, I just ripped off my shirt. This is not okay. I'm gyrating my hips for your birthday, giving you a little birthday audio stripogram. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I feel like it's okay. Just keep saying it's okay. Of course, we're nine years away from 69, but we're not that far away from it, if you know what I mean, Mama Kush. Oh, I totally get it, Drew. I know you do, baby. I'm going to rub my zipper against the phone. Hold on. <laughs> Help me. I broke apart my insides. Help me. 
Now my backside, Mama Kush. All right, let's go. God, I feel sorry for Mo. Has to use that mic. Yeah, I'm rubbing this microphone all over me. Glad you picked the right version. Oh yeah. Oh. I hope people start tweeting me to see if I'm okay with what's going on here. <laughs> How's it feel? Uh, not okay. I don't feel good at all. <laughs> I wouldn't feel good just seeing Drew grind his package against the microphone, let alone it being to my mother. <laughs> well, happy. It's, a, it's it's okay, honey. That's how you got here. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, happy 60th, Mama Kush. I hope that this year is a very happy and rewarding one for you. And uh, thank you once again for birthing uh, three of my favorite people in the world: your two sons and Seth. Thank you so much for calling me. Certainly a pleasure. Make it a great day, okay? Thanks. Love you, honey. Love you, you too, baby. So, just so everybody who's keeping score at home, you have interlocked fingers with my wife. True. And Mm -hmm. now you've grinded your front and your back side on the microphone when you're speaking to my mom. Yeah, that's right. And on top of that, I saw that you were texting emojis to my wife last night. Well, late. Oh, wow. It was late. Yeah, yeah. It was eight ish. I was listening to the Mike Calta show clip of the day because I can't do it on my iPhone right now. Right. And then I saw, I was trying to adjust the volume, and I saw all these text messages from Drew Garabo. Well, see, the deal is I was in the grocery store, and your wife had given me a kick-ass crockpot chicken fajitas recipe yeah. early in the day. It's not that good, just so you know. <laughs> Maybe this is why she texts with me. What, what would you say that it's You don't not have th- the internet? You can't get a fajita recipe online? She gave me a very specific, <laughs> a very specific chicken fajita recipe. And I, I needed to know, like, what to put in it. And she reminded me that I needed chicken broth. So I, I got I got some chicken broth. But from- then you sent her the emoji that has the guy winking with the, with the tongue sticking out. Yeah, that emoji right there. That's a friendly emoji. I send that to my friends. It's like, ah. No, that's a sex emoji. This is not a sex emoji. Ah. The tongue is one of the best oh, the, sexual no, 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 instruments. The, the, the Thank you. Is, the, Thank you. It is. You're right, SBK. But the tongue it wasn't a blue, 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 blue tongue. It was a ah tongue. With the wink? Yeah. With and the, the tongue? Yeah, thank you. After what What time was this? Oh, it was Eight. like, well, around nine. Oh, man. 8.30. That's, that's straight up booty call. Uh, thank you. She's like, ah. Yeah, no, I, I saw what it was. Not really. Blah, like, blah, blah. You, like, why are you sending your three texts at a time, too? I pick up her phone. It says, Drew Garabo, Drew Garabo, Drew Garabo. I was in the grocery store. It, time was of the essence. Dude, a fajita's a fajita. <laughs> it's not, though. And then she said, you put the fajita mix in there, and I didn't know what a fajita mix was. It's in a little bag, you know. She said, put chicken breasts on top, and then she sent the breasts emoji, and sprinkle in fajita mix. I kind of like to mix it all. And then the okay sign. She sent the breast emoji? She didn't really. Oh. And then sprinkle in fajita mix. I kind of, I like to kind of mix it all. And then the okay. And then I said, and by fajita mix, you mean, she said, there's seasoning in the taco area, fajita seasoning. Sorry, smiley face. And then that's when I sent back the, ah. You have the internet on your phone? You should use it next time. I'm sorry. We're going to come back. I, I'm lucky I don't have a sister because you violated every woman in my family. I wish you had a sister. Why, you think she'd be hot? <laughs> I definitely do. Hey, and it's content. <laughs> Hello, here we go again. This is the Drew Garabo live hit and track of the day. Don't tell any of your stupid friends. Shh. 
Seth was a bit combustible this morning. You know, we don't expect you to wake up at 5.30 and listen to the start of the show every day. Right. I mean, we barely do, and we get paid to do it. Uh, but, you know, it's a good opportunity, I think, for us to kind of get things off our chest when we don't think anybody might be listening. And Seth kind of did that and uh, is expressing a little bit of anxiety and I would say not apprehension so much, but just I feel like things you needed to get off your chest about the wedding. Yes, you're right. It's a very stressful time. Uh, I've been through one myself, and I also went through one with a Jewish mother. Uh Uh-huh. Your your Jewish mother. My Jewish mother, not yours, yeah. And I will say that in many situations, especially weddings— Jewish mothers don't exactly take stress away from you. <laughs> and that's that's not a knock against Jewish moms. It's just that uh, removing stress from your life is not their skill set. Is that a fair thing to say? I think so. Well, we'll have to see how my mom feels about that. That's true because uh, – and Seth's stress uh, stems from, uh, I think – you don't want to wear a suit to the uh, to the rehearsal well, dinner. Well, it was just yesterday. It was my, yesterday. My my mom told Phoebe she wanted to gather up, you know, a hundred photos for this slideshow she's going to do at the reception. And then my dad and my parents are sitting down. It's a whole family thing. They have to sit down and talk to me about, it, including my brother, that they need to take me shopping for some nice slacks and a shirt so I don't look like a slob at the rehearsal dinner. And right. I'm I'm capable of dressing, you know, myself for for that day. You are nine, uh, 29 years old, not uh, 13. That's right. This is not your bar mitzvah. Correct. All right. Well, let's uh, get Mama Kush on the line and. And uh, she's probably already pissed at me because of what I've said. Uh, Mama Kush, thank you very much for being here. Oh, no problem. Excellent. So uh, you, we've recapped for you. We kind of let you know where things stand from our end. Uh, you, I guess, were listening this morning. What? Uh, give us your thoughts. Oh, I'm always listening. Awesome. Uh, first of all, we're going to back the bus up for a minute. Beep, because beep. Uh, when Seth told you um, the breakfast was a long story, it wasn't a long story. He dropped his dog off here on Thursday, remember? And we had Ribby for four days, which we love Ribby. Mm-hmm. And we brought Ribby back to St. Petersburg for Seth. So he wouldn't have to come and pick up his dog. Oh, that's very considerate. Okay, fine. But what, Mom, we had set up that you were going to come out there for 1230 for brunch. I made reservations. Then all of a sudden after my bike ride, you showed up to the condo at 930 without Ooh. any notice. Ouch. Okay, but we never set up a time. And what you should have done is called me and said, Mom, what would be a good time to drop off Ribby? And you didn't do that, so we thought we'd bring her at 9.30. Sure. I mean, you want to hang out for three hours before you go to brunch with your parents. I understand that. <laughs> you know, my parents do the same thing. It's like, we'll plan for dinner at 6, and they'll show up at the house at 2 o'clock. Right. <laughs> okay, well, we, we didn't even have to stay for, for breakfast, and, um, you know, and, and that was fine. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Okay, what, what are the other issues, Mom? Uh, the other issues are I don't have to do a slideshow. You know what? I talked to Phoebe about that, and I don't have to do it. It'll save me three hundred and fifty dollars. See, this so is, I don't, this I don't is, need to do that. This is how exactly how my mom is. It's all or nothing. It's that um, I said yesterday I started getting uncomfortable thinking about standing at watching a slideshow of my childhood at a wedding, and I'm, I was going, you know what? Forget it. You don't want yep. it. You don't want the slideshow. Yep. I'm saving myself three hundred dollars. I mean, really, mom, is that the way you want to handle it? I don't even well, need wait, to be wait at your a wedding. What about that conversation we had last month of with my 22 pages of notes. Yeah. Did you forget all that stuff that I said to you? No, I didn't at all. 22 I pages. I said that, that this was an important day for us, and that Dad and I were very proud of you. Thank, well, that's nice. Yeah, thank you, Mom. But what's the big uh, What's the big deal? Uh, a slideshow can't make me uncomfortable? I mean, that's all I said. I didn't say it's not happening. I can't believe you're doing this to me. I said it's making me uncomfortable to think about it right now. I didn't ask Phoebe for 100 pictures. I just asked. I already have the pictures. I just asked for pictures from her childhood. Yeah, how many pictures do you need to make this slideshow really pop? 
A hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand where Seth is coming from here. I mean, the day is technically supposed to be about Seth and Phoebe, and anything that kind of puts any discomfort their way, I, I might be a little bit sensitive to that. Oh, okay, Mama. but wait a minute, Drew. I have really stayed out of it, and, and you know what? I don't even think Seth wants his dad and I to even be at the wedding. Oh, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I just think he, he just wants his friends there. Let's, let's not get crazy. Let's not, let's, let, I mean, that that's kind of a, that, that's a crazy thing to say. You know he wants you there. He just wants you to be there and kind of maybe be, you know, happy for them. Relaxed, and not, yeah. not add stress to his life. Okay, well, adding stress to his life by taking him shopping to buy him a nice, something nice to order his rehearsal dinner, I think is something you should say is, you know what, Mom, that's really nice. I'd really like to spend that time with Dad and, and Brett and do that. I would agree with you if this was his bar mitzvah. However, he, <laughs> he is 29 years old, and I think if you want to give him a blank check to go shopping, that's awesome. But, there, you know, when you become a grown man and your mom says things like, I want to take you shopping and buy you nice clothes, that puts us men in a very weird place. Well, you know what, Drew? We really didn't want him to wear jeans and an Under Armour shirt to his rehearsal dinner. Well, Mom, I mean, really, I wasn't planning on it, but what if I did? What would happen? Well, what are you wearing to your wedding, Seth? Let me ask you a question. What are you wearing to your wedding? Well, you told me I have to wear a tuxedo. Well, why are you doing that? Because you told me I have to. I didn't tell you. Oh, you didn't? No, did, did Phoebe tell you? I, I don't think so. Okay, I didn't tell you how to wear it. You can wear whatever you want. Oh, okay. I think it's understood that a male is going to wear a tuxedo at a wedding. That part I get. I'd like to wear my throwback Michael Jordan 45 Bulls jersey, if that's okay. <laughs> With the White Sox well, hat. You can, you can do that. All right, well, the wedding itself, obviously, is going to wear a tux. That's just what we do as guys. But a rehearsal dinner is at a restaurant. I mean, the dude should be comfortable. It's his opportunity. You know, he doesn't. I'm, he's not going to show up with the underarm shirt and sweatpants and all that. But okay, listen. I, you know what? And being a Jewish mother, I'm not going to. I told Seth this uh, a month ago. I'm not going to change who I am. This is who I am. And you know what? I, I I can't help it. That's that's the way it is. All I said is you can wear nice pants and a nice dress shirt and maybe a sports coat. He needs a sports coat. He's going to be thirty years no, old. No, I don't need a, a no. I don't need a sports coat. No, I don't need a sports coat. I've made it this far without a sports coat. I don't need a sports coat at all. And mom, why is it okay? Why is it okay for you just to be the way you are and you you not having to change anything? But but now all of a sudden I have to change for the wedding. I have to start being somebody that I'm not. I have to start dressing a certain way. You should just take pride in these two days that you have to dress up for your wedding. That's all I'm saying. Mom, I take pride because I'm going to marry the woman that I love. I'm not thinking. I haven't even thought about what I'm going to wear because it doesn't matter. At the I'm not in ten years when we're celebrating our anniversary. I'm not going to say, "Oh, I had some great slacks I wore to our rehearsal dinner." <laughs> slacks. <laughs> uh, again, this day should be about them. You know, this day is about Seth and Phoebe. And I understand where you're coming from, Mama. Uh, you me. know what? I, when people say that, it makes me so angry because you know what? You should know that, Drew, because you're a parent. When you're a parent, it's different. It, it, when these kids today say, oh, this is about us and what we want for our day, that's great. But what about the parents that raised you and got you to your day? Right, and, and all respect to them, and that's great. They'll we, be invited we, to the wedding. We will have a special toast for you. No doubt about it. But the day is, is about them. The day is about them cementing their love and holy matrimony and spending the rest of their life together. And the only way it gets kind of mucked up a little bit is when people with agendas, and I'm not saying you're one, Mama Kush. Uh, I don't know. It seems like you're saying she has an agenda. Okay, I am saying you're one, <laughs> is when people with agendas kind of try to force that agenda on the married couple, that ex has nightmare potential to just explode in a world of stress. Yeah, but Seth's not being honest with you because I, we have really, 
we have really stayed back, and we have not we have not been involved at all. We, I mean, we're lucky to even know where the wedding is. Oh. <laughs> maybe maybe by your standards, you've kind of dialed it down a little bit, but uh, maybe by Seth and Phoebe's standards, dialing it down is not exactly well, no, dialing no, no, it you down. Know, we, can, we can't say Phoebe did not say anything about this because sure. I, I don't want to throw Phoebe into this. She did, she did not say anything about uh, any of this stuff. This was all me yesterday. I understand that, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to drag her into this, but, hey, you know, the, what does he need a sport coat for? I got to go back to that. Like, he's in radio. He works out. He goes back to his his house. Like, what is what exactly does young Seth need a uh, a, a sports coat for, Mama? Do Coach? you do you own a sports coat? Uh, I guess, but I I don't wear it ever. I used to have a job where I had to wear a suit every day, so I've got like five suits that I hopefully will never ever have to wear again. So I'm a bad measuring stick here. What are you wearing to Seth's wedding? Oh, I'm going? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We've, we've noted that we were going to hire a new morning show host for months now, and I always kind of had that slotted new morning show host plus one on the uh, invitation list. Oh, this is great. Can I get a plus two for Xander? I, uh, no, no, no. It's no, ki- no kids are allowed. No Forget kids. It. I'm not going. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm probably going to wear a shirt and tie, maybe even a suit. Is it outdoors? Because if it's outdoors, I'm not wearing a suit. No, no, it's no. It's hot. indoors, but you can go outdoors if you'd like. No, I, I won't wear a suit if it's outdoors. But no, I guess I'll wear a suit. Inside the synagogue. Oh, a synagogue. I'll, I will wear a suit and a yarmulke then. There I will, you go. Uh, I'll be more than happy to wear a uh, thank yarmulke you, on thank my you, head. Thank you for not calling it a Jew hat. Oh, no problem whatsoever. It's a yarmulke. Oh, well, we have printed yarmulkes that we made for the wedding. Oh, awesome. Do they have little Mickey Mouse ears on them? No, they just have their wedding date imprinted in the inside. That's I hope that was okay because uh, Phoebe told me I could do that. Uh, how, oh. much the, how much did the box of yarmulkes run you, Mom? <laughs> 70 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. But who's counting? Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I feel like we've made absolutely zero progress here. I think that uh, there are still hurt feelings all over the place. No, I have no hurt feelings. Uh, okay. Mom, are you okay? No, I'm not really okay. What can we do to, to help make this okay? I want to I wanna play the nice mediator here. What can we do to make this better for you, Mama Kush? There's nothing you can do. I just talked to Seth a month ago and had a 22-page uh, notebook of, um, of things that I told him. And obviously... It, it didn't have any impact on him. Mom, what are you talking about? You said that you're going to be involved in this no matter what. I don't really have a say in the matter. I just said that I don't need slacks. I don't need a sports coat. Slacks. And that watching a slideshow is going to make me uncomfortable Uncomfortable for 20 minutes. That That's really okay. all. Because I think deep down inside, you really think that, that I'm too involved again, and I'm not involved at all. I didn't and say— you, know, you can wear whatever you want, and I'm not doing the slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> so the slideshow's dead. Seth can oh, wear whatever slide, he wants. The slideshow's not dead. Come on, Drew. <laughs> You're going off the script. You had a 22-page guidebook. She's going to make the slideshow a two-parter now. Do something at the beginning, an intermission, a slideshow while everybody's going to their car. I need a thousand pictures from Phoebe's high school. Is that my mom you were doing there? No, that was me. That's very disrespectful. Thank you. Uh, that was my mom, actually. Okay. Another Jewish mom. That's the way she talks. Uh, all right. Well, I feel like then we've done more harm than good here. Uh, we'll get with you, Mama Kush, as this gets closer. It's only two months away. There's plenty more material to be had there <laughs> and uh and i hope that somehow we can bring peace together and make this day what it is supposed to be a beautiful glorious day of love relationships and make it all about uh, seth and phoebe yeah okay bye bye drew garabo live is back uh let's get randall on line with us danielle is he ready and good to go he's ready all right it's up on our facebook uh right now facebook.com slash the morning x we're assuming that you've seen it right if you haven't seen it yet uh we played a little clip for you last break about uh, the honey badger narration that randall does and uh, when we had the opportunity to interview this guy about the book that he wrote we thought man we got to do this so uh let's get him on randall what's happening my man hey how's it going (laughs) things are going real well man how's your day so far 
far, so good. Thank you so much. No problem whatsoever. My partner, Seth, a question for Randall, better known as the Honey Badger Dude. Randall, I, I was reading how you came about this idea and why you wanted to do it. When did the Honey Badger video, when did it really take off? You know, it's so funny. So my assistant and a friend that I've known for forever, he basically called me up knowing that I have this, you know, I basically think I have a real wonderful talent of narration. You do. Ever since, I've, ever since I was a little boy, I've just been narrating things. Everything that I can see, I've just been narrating. So he calls me up one night last, last year, and he says, you're not going to believe this video. Come on over. So I go over to his house, and I said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And just the way that it's edited and it's cut is just amazing, and the animal itself is crazy. It doesn't care. It's doing whatever the hell it wants. And so I said, you know what? Let's do this. So he records me, and we just put it out there just to see what would happen, and it just caught on fire. I mean, I really wasn't expecting it. And to me, I'm just happy because it's bringing attention to an animal whose species, frankly, is threatened right now. So this is just marvelous to bring attention to this animal. Well, it's here's, amazing. What, here's what you've also done, Randall. Now every office, every group of people, they've got a honey badger. Walking down the hall, some sales guy who doesn't even do anything, he's the honey badger of our cluster. Look what you've done. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Listen, everyone inside of them has their inner honey badger, and that's why it's getting all these views, because people get it, you know, people watch it, and they get it. They relate to it. You know, it's just like, I don't care either. This is crazy. I don't have to take this. I pass out. I'm going to eat some potato chips, watch the rest of this game, and pass out. My favorite thing in the world is to pick up a book that looks like a children's book because it's in a nice little colorful uh, scheme and a font and all that, and then to pick it up and read the line, <laughs> this honey badger is vicious as f- and will bite your off. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that in my world, nor in my eight-year-old son's. Uh, what are some other animals that uh, that are really personal highlights of yours? In addition to the honey badger, Randall, what are your favorites? Uh, well, you know, in addition to the honey badger, I love the sloth, of course. The slow-ass sloth, right. I think right. they make great pets. Yep. You know, they, you know, all you have to do is feed them some leaves, and they just sit there and do nothing. You know, they take their time. Sure. Uh, I love the fact that they come down from their trees to take weekly poops. I love the eye eye. To me, they're crazy. These little guys are crazy. It looks like Don Knotts slept with a bat. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I just held up the picture to Seth. That is a just, freaky thing. That's a freaky little thing. <laughs> and, you know, the people of Madagascar, you know, they're, they're from Madagascar. They're freaked out by them. And they're endangered, too, because they're just killed by humans, because they're deemed, listen to this, these people in Madagascar think that whenever they see them, that they're the messengers of the Green Reaper. Oh, my. Because they have these middle fingers that are very long, and if they point their finger at you, they say, it means you're going to die. So they kill them. And it's just crazy. <laughs> we are speaking to Randall, the author of Honey Badger Don't Care. Ew, what the hell is that? Randall's Guide to Crazy, Nasty-Ass Animals. Hey, Randall, what kind of ideas were pitched to you uh, after the Honey Badger video blew up that you just thought were terrible, that you would not have any part of? Oh, goodness. Seriously? Yes. Uh, one of the worst was Sarah, I, got a, I got a message from Sarah Palin's camp wanting, to, wanting me to narrate a pro Sarah Palin video. No jokes. And I said, listen, I'll do a Sarah Palin video, but I don't know if it's going to be pro Sarah Palin. And I never heard from them again. Oh, my God. You should still take the the bull by the horns and do that Sarah Palin video. Put it up on the YouTubes, and I guarantee you that's a a million hits guaranteed. (laughs) I mean, there were just some things like that and just, I don't know. There were some weird things. I can't even recall. There were just definitely some odd requests. You know, obviously, like, I, got, I would get a ton of messenger, messages at first from other YouTubers that just wanted to send me wacky stuff. Sure. You know, hey, 
It's just it's me playing video games. You want to you want to narrate that? And it's just like oh boy, I don't know. You know, people want me to narrate this and that, and it's you know. Listen, you know, I've had so many requests to narrate people's lives, and I said, "Are you serial? You really want me to narrate life? You're crazy." <laughs> I think it would be the greatest thing in the world if Randall turned out to be this hunking uh, picture of heterosexuality who like nailed every famous actress in Hollywood. But I'm kind of feeling Randall that that might not be the case. <laughs> That's just nasty talk. <laughs> Randall, thank crazy. you. Crazy. Look, this is Drew and Seth. Look how crazy these guys are. Thank you so much, and it was a pleasure speaking with you both. Thank you for having me on. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Randall. Did he just end the interview with a good morning? He did. I've never heard an interview ended with good morning. I've everyone. heard it once. Do you know, Seth? I do. Can I take a guess? Yes. Okay. Uh, give me a hint. Is it? Uh, is it in the world of sports? It's in another person who has a flamboyant kind of personality similar to Randall's that we had on the show a long time ago. In fact, it might have even been before me. I don't think I was here yet. Flavor Flav. No. Yeah, it was Flavor Flav. Was it? Flavor Flav ended the interview with good morning. Okay, I was thinking of Richard Simmons. Oh, uh, he probably did also. Another flamboyant individual. Yes. Damn it. The only reason I said Flavor Flav is because Seth just told me right before the break that he ended the interview with uh, good morning as well. Dude, that was a great last question. Thank you. And that's how I will do it. I will never say, are you a homo? But I'll do it in a, in, in a funny kind of way where it's like, it would be funny if you were nailing every starlet in Hollywood, but I get the feeling that's not the case. Because that way, it's a lighthearted way to say, hey, dude, we know what you're all about. And he loved it. He's like, you're crazy. We, this Drew and Seth are crazy. Did we promote Randall's book at all? Yeah, I mentioned a couple times oh, okay, in the interview. Okay, I wasn't sure. Absolutely.